Hey, all you nature nerds, this is You're Gonna Die Out There. nature nerds <laughs> to another episode of you're gonna die out there where we share uh you know some stories of how to not die out there sure i think we're just saving lives saving lives <laughs> one, episode. one episode at a time exactly <laughs> exactly uh, so megan i just have to share i was listening to the news before i came over well, okay. watching the news on youtube which i don't yeah. know why because it just sucks the life out of me yeah it's terrible yes i i recommend don't watch stay ignorant but they did mention that there was a guy uh, a couple of days ago that got attacked by otters swimming in California. Did you see? See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Otters. Otters. And and then I was like, okay, I got to read whatever because they mentioned it, but then they never talked about it because right. it was a YouTube thing. Yeah. Anyway, so I went and I looked it up and he was like, I swear they were trying to kill me. A hundred percent they were trying to kill you. They bit him all over his legs. I mean, poor guy. He's just out by his cabin. They've had this mm-hmm. cabin for 30 years. Mm-hmm. They've never experienced anything like this before. This is, I guess, it's just like some place north of Sacramento. Uh-huh. And his wife had to save him. She was going by on like a paddleboard or something. What? Yeah. And he was like, I swear, they were trying to kill me. Yes. And so like fish and game people were like, oh, I think it's because there's a lot of fish right now. Oh. A large population of fish in the lake. And so the otters are just living their best life. And just being rude. Just, they're they're getting uh, ballsy. I guess. Too much confidence. And then when I was looking up that story, there was another one from August. I don't remember when you did the otter episode. It's been a little while. It's been a while. But there were these three ladies that were, they were inner tubing. Mm -hmm. And they also got attacked. See? I think that was in Montana by otters. And oh my gosh, they attacked her face. I'm telling you, otters are the worst. I remember when I was writing that episode up and I was thinking like, I wonder if people will think this is stupid. No, but not re- anymore. It's real. See? Be on well, the maybe they heard our episode. The otters are like, let's do this. They're like, well, it's now everybody knows. <laughs> we don't have to pretend to be cute anymore. Right? We can just be jerks. Yeah. I just saw a video of a guy who was like on like a dock. Uh-huh. And an otter comes over and it's like swimming. It's so cute. It's like playing, it's scrubbing its uh, its fur, right? And then they it pulls so out. Cute. It pulls out its little rock. Remember how they like yeah. save? Like they, they say, like it a, pulls out a tiny knife <laughs> <laughs> and just stabs the guy. No, uh, he pulls out like a little their little opener rock, yeah, right? Yeah, that yeah. they use for all the, to keep forever. And uh-huh. it, it is so adorable. It is. But don't be complacent, people. Don't get fooled. Don't be fooled. Because the otter swims over and like shows him the rock and the guy takes the rock. And I'm thinking like, that otter's going to F you up. That's his rock. (laughs) But he ended up giving it back and the otter came and got it and like swam away. But I'm like, you know. Playing with fire right there. Stop posting propaganda, otter propaganda. (laughs) It's all lies. The otters are actually doing that. That's right. That's their their their, TikTok. Yeah. They're sending that (laughs) message. But in real life. They're murders murder <laughs> just they're just that's no, a knife honestly yeah. look it up the yeah. montana lady getting attacked by an otter her oh, face man. is covered in stitches and stuff uh it's terrible see yeah otters otters <laughs> anyway we're having a full episode today we're having a full episode today yes 
That almost sounds like I'm having a hanging out a full episode. Today. A full episode. <laughs> full on. Um, I was having a hard time, Jen. I was having a hard time coming up with what are we gonna talk about. I had this obsession with that movie. What was it called? Not Heart on Fire, Hearts on Fire. What is that? No. It's about the it's a true story okay. about this woman who used to ride those diving horses. I'm what? sure you remember. What? So there was wait, wait, back. Wait. Back in like diving horses, diving horses back in like the early 1900s, like late 1800s, there was like an attraction where they would have a ramp that would go up however many feet in the air, and the horses would run up it and jump off the end into the water. Oh my gosh! And there was a woman, that was just a cartoon, it's real. And there was a woman who used to ride the horses, and there was this movie i'm either called wild hearts or hearts on fire i can't remember and she did it for like her whole life and she had this bad accident where she actually hit the water with her eyes open and detached her retinas and she was blind the rest of her life but she still rode the horses for like another 11 years yes and i watched that i'm not joking jen when i say i watched that movie like a lot wait at what age i was probably like I don't know, 10 to 12. Okay. Okay. I thought you were, this was like last year or something. No, 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 no. I was like, making, this, I was why like, didn't you talk to me during this phase of your life when you watched <laughs> this movie 10 times? I was like, I cried every single time I watched it. It's just, I mean, and she's like, I'm going to do it, like determination. And then Who it, was it turns it? out, Who I was the actress. Oh, man. I don't even, she's like a 90s actress. I can't remember. 80s. Oh, yeah, 80s. You're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 80s, 90s. I don't know. Early 90s. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's uh, it's really good. I cannot remember the actors. And I mean, I can see their faces in my Mm -hmm. brain, but I can't remember Mm -hmm. their names. Anyway, everybody should go. I was going to do a story on that. And then I was like, well, I don't know. Like, I did a horse episode already. But not of them diving off high high piers. Just. And they lived? Yeah. Yes. That's the thing that's insane to me is that like no horses were like ever injured from it huh into diving into pools diving into like bodies of water i just remember the um the bugs bunny episodes or those looney tunes episodes where they would dive like from a really high yeah high dive yeah and there was some with horses and i was like that's not real it's real it's real anyway everyone should go watch that i think it's called wild hearts okay well i vote you do an episode on that because now (laughs) i'm like fully interested you're fully invested yeah and especially like how about an episode on Jumping into water with your eyes wide open? Uh, like, what height can you... Ju- I always I always think about that. That, like, one time I watched this movie about Navy SEALs. Uh-huh. Or not Navy SEALs. Uh, I'm sorry. Coast Guard. The guys who go out and, like, the hardcore rescue Coast Guard guys right. who jump from helicopters. And it's like, they couldn't make jumps over 80 feet because then you die. Uh-huh. And it was... And I always think about that every time. I'm like, what movie did I watch 10 times when I was 10 years old? Or 12 years old. The Boy Who Could Fly. Man, I watched that movie a lot, too. Well, I'm just thinking we didn't even have a VCR. So, <laughs> like, I don't think I had the <laughs> like, option of what, watching things over and over watched? again. Yeah, yeah. Whatever was on HBO whenever HBO started in the 80s. Oh. Which is probably did. things that were not I mean, also, side, side story is that HBO, or I'm sorry, Netflix is playing all the seasons of Six Feet Under. Oh, I saw somebody post about that. It's so. I, I don't oh, know if I yeah, ever watched all of Our mutual friend this. Michelle posted about it because I commented on it. I was like, I literally was watching it when she posted that. So yeah, I'm not sure that I ever watched all of it. I think I watched yeah. a, a few. I feel like I watched season one, uh-huh. and then I don't remember. So like, so I'm into season two now, and I'm like, oh yeah, I don't remember this storyline. So I must okay. have only watched season one, and like, okay, cool. But is it still good? Yeah. It's well, now everybody's back on Friends because of Matthew Perry. Oh, man, yeah. I know. Bummer. Man. Creepy. So sad. 
R.I.P. I know it's I it just like I don't know I was like really thinking about it and we can all speculate but mm-hmm. I know that when I have spent too much time I don't really like hot tubs or jacuzzis uh, to be honest yeah because yeah. I get I can get like I will feel really sick they're too hot and there are times when yeah I've actually felt kind of like like my muscles won't work anymore if I've been right. in there for too long I did it as a kid yeah. where I stayed in there way too long and then I just like flopped out of it and I was like, ah. <laughs> like I think I started crying I was like somebody come carry me it's like heat exhaustion exactly yeah and I'm like I could see where if you know it's because you know heat exposure right mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing it's a you know they say it's it a good thing good, for yeah. a certain amount of time mm-hmm. but like if you have any other health issues or factors that could play into it yeah it could go wrong yeah. And without and having any kind of drug or anything in your body, right. you know, it could just, things could go wrong. I'm just saying, Ugh. we should, we'll do an episode on hot tubs, but probably we'll give it, give it a minute since <laughs> that thing <laughs> just happened. Yeah, it's, it's too soon. Creepy. <laughs> a little too soon. A little too soon. But anyway. So I don't actually know how I came up on this episode that we're going to do today. Oh, okay. I, uh, I Because, love, yeah, yeah, it was like horses, cool. But, and then I thought, you know what? I haven't done like an animal episode in a while. Oh. You know how like, we love to do some, stories. We love animal animals. episodes. I'm going to do an animal episode today because like, why not? Because we were just talking about otters. Yeah. <laughs> and this animal episode today, we're going to talk about snow leopards. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I already have a slow tear. I, you're, you're, <laughs> I was excited. Then I'm like, like, oh. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. The plight of the snow leopard. Okay. Just, uh, I don't know, kind of an interesting animal. Mm-hmm. And uh, a cat. I mean, I can't say no to cats, you know. Cannot. Cannot. So, yeah. Today, Jen, we embark on an extraordinary journey into the mystical world of the snow leopard, the elusive ghost of the mountains. Wow, did you write all that yourself? I want to tell you real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I kept this sentence because I was like, okay, I'm sure we've talked about how we do our research for these episodes. Like we I don't know, have we? Articles. I'm sure I'm sure we've said it in so many ways. Like we look up articles, sometimes we look up papers, whatever. You just like pull stuff, mm-hmm. copy paste into a document, and then I, I go through and rewrite everything. You actually like reword it as you go, which I don't know how you do that. But which is why I sound like and um like um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like so I usually I will go back through and I will rewrite a full thing. And then today I had this genius idea. And I said, Did let me go AI? to chat GPT. I just want to see what will happen if I... So I put in all of the stuff and I wait, said... Wait, wait, wait. What's it called? Chat GPT. What is that? Open... Is it open AI? It's just... It's AI. Like, where you put it... You put what... You tell it what you want. Like, I literally just took all of the stuff that I copied and pasted. Uh-huh. I threw it into this request and I said, you know, use the following information to create a script for a podcast. <gasps> <laughs> What it came out with was kind of hilarious. I mean, I deleted a lot, oh, so much of it, but I kept this sentence because I love this sentence. It's so good. Today we embark on an extraordinary journey into the mystical world of the snow leopard, the elusive ghost of the mountains. I'm like, wow, chat GPT. I'm not that eloquent. But did it work? Yes, it totally worked. I mean, that obviously I went blows through my it. Mind. <laughs> yeah, I went through it and it's like, that's not how I talk. So yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. I mean, <laughs> and it didn't, it didn't plagiarize any of the stuff that I already copied into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it totally reworded everything and it took pieces 
that like matched up and like matched them up, you know, because sometimes we have duplicate. So, yes. yeah, I went to so many fun fact pages. For, yeah. So it's like took these duplicates and smushed them into one thing. So I had to double check, like, is it even the correct information? Like, did it change something that it shouldn't have changed? But I'm like, wow, I'm glad I'm not a teacher because. How would you know? Because your students aren't that eloquent. Yeah. Oh, sure, for sure. <laughs> That's how you know. Yeah. Yeah, but still. Also, I think that there's, Christine was telling me that there's some other AI that can like detect when you use AI. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that's smart. That is smart. I'm thinking as I work on my PhD, I'm like, <laughs> people could, I mean, I I never yeah. have ever, get, but I know that they can, people are using that to write papers. Yeah. You just take a bunch of articles, uh-huh. throw them in and say, use this, this following information to write me a dissertation. Wow. And, and you That's can modify it. It's, what's insane to me is that you can modify what is put out. So like it put out this thing and it, it was like, there's a part that I'm going to talk about this film that I watched uh-huh. and it took that part and it made it into an interview. Like I was interviewing the filmmaker. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's not right. So I said, remove the interview, like uh-huh. no interviews. And it just took it out and wrote it as like a story. Oh my god! And gosh. I was like, Jesus. And I'm talking about Jen. This is like five seconds later. It's not even like you put it in and then you get it. It's like, you know, hours later. it's like, it's like that. Like, I mean, what is the world coming to? I don't know. I feel like, well, my poor PhD supervisor is going to have to deal with my crappy writing. <laughs> just click it. Too bad. It's going to be great. I just think about how when we were younger and they're like, okay, write this book report. And you went to the library uh-huh. because my parents didn't buy an encyclopedia set. You went to the library and you got the encyclopedia and another book and you read about it and then you wrote it. You had to reword everything. It was, took so long. Yeah. It took, just to get the book. Yeah. (laughs) The Dewey Decimal System. The card catalog and you got it. Okay, it's on this aisle and these stacks. Yeah. Yeah. And now kids can just be like, write me a paper on the snow leopard. Oh my gosh. I don't like it. I don't like it either. It's like brains are going to melt away or else they're just going to, it's like uh, when I, I think I, I might've mentioned this already, but how somebody was saying that we're, it's the first time humans have ever evolved to communicate with their thumbs. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like all these kind of things are starting to happen. That's, that's going to change how we think and how we communicate. It's kind mm. of creepy. Yeah. AI. I, I think I just watched Kamala and Biden give us get what they were like somewhere giving a talk about AI and how we have to be really vigilant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this is like a totally unrelated example. I mean, kind of is that I follow on Instagram. I follow tiny houses. Like it's basically just like this account that posts different people's tiny houses. Uh-huh. So they do like, it, it's just like a series of photos of different tiny houses. I love I'm, tiny I'm obsessed with tiny houses. Yeah. yeah. You could build one up there. I know. I think about it all the time. All you need is a container, honestly. Honestly. So I was, uh, <laughs> I'm like looking at all these like tiny houses and then I'm starting to realize that like every, I don't know, like every two posts, mm-hmm. I'm looking at it and I'm thinking like, weird the outside of this tiny house doesn't quite fit the layout that they're showing Uh like usually you can tell because it's tiny it's tiny (laughs) it's yeah and i'm looking and i'm like why are there so many pillows Uh on this massive couch in this tiny house quote unquote and then there's someone who commented who was like stop using ai and then I was like, oh my God. And then I went back and I looked and I'm like, oh, well, now I can't follow this tiny house thing anymore. 
because and it's not real. It's not real. They're just like typing into some. And I'm like, it's part of it. I was like, wow, that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. But there's something not right about it. Like if you've ever seen when AI makes a like a photo, you tell it like, oh, I need like a picture of something like uh-huh. a man standing on the street. Like yeah. the hands won't be quite right. Or there's just something about it that I've your, never done that. Your brain is like, uh, that's not a real person. Like it's something weird. Yeah. Anyway. I've never done anything with AI. I don't do those things. Yeah. Because I'm too old school. I was, you know, I, I follow this Gen X page or on Facebook. You yeah. know, I just read their stuff. Yeah. And the, and I, you know, it's it's entertaining, <laughs> but I'm not yeah, I don't know. I feel like people that post you know, these TikToks and things. They're like, sure. we grew up drinking out of a, like a garden hose and we were the latchkey kids and we like, were the <laughs> best of the first of the last, you know, they just kind of go off and I'm like, just calm down. I've, it's so aggressive. You know, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I just think that, yeah. Yeah. I, I do think we're an interesting generation for sure. Oh, for sure. But for I don't sure. get so worked up over all that stuff. All the I just kind of like, okay, calm down. But <laughs> but those things, I think that's where, you know, because we're, you know, we kind of were there through the beginning of internet and all that stuff. Right. Right? We like bridge the gap. Yeah. With yeah. the boomers. Yeah. But I feel like that's where I get a little like my mom. I'm like, I don't know how comfortable I am with that, but I still have like a lot of life left. Right. So maybe I'll... Maybe I'll have no choice. Yeah. At like, a point. Like I don't think I'm ever gonna be the kind of person who like owns the latest gadget, right? But yeah. I'm also never gonna be the person who like still uses a fax machine regularly. Oh shit. Do people <laughs> you know still use I mean? fax machines? People still use fax machines, <laughs> shit. Like, oh, yeah, like I'm not stop. gonna be I feel like I'm gonna be closer to the newer gadget. Like I wanna know what they are. Right. And I want to maybe like try it You're out. You're gadget curious. I'm gadget curious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just dipping my toe in. Okay. <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah. I don't know. This AI business, it's right. I don't, I haven't like wrapped my, I haven't tried to wrap my head around it yet. Yeah. But I suppose at a point it'll just, it'll happen. Maybe. Because it's going to become such a thing that I, I think, can't avoid it. Honestly, I think you probably have seen pictures mm-hmm. and not known it and they're AI. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Because I like that account, you know? Yeah. Just, I I was like, and it didn't even occur to me. I just kept thinking like, why is this weird? Like, there's something weird about this picture. And I couldn't put my finger on it. Now I feel like you should build a tiny house. Uh, honestly, yeah. And then take pictures of it. <laughs> and, then, and then fake pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, sorry. Okay. So yeah, that was like the biggest digression ever, but... We're, we're going to talk about snow leopards today. But before we start on the biological fun facts, because you know how I like to do those, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to share two of the more recent movies snow leopards have been in. And I know you're going to know both of them. Okay. Are you thinking of them already? I don't even know. You have any guesses? No, I guess I... No. The first is Tai Lung, the formidable snow leopard, right? From uh-huh. Kung Fu Panda. Oh, yeah. Is that, okay. That's the first one, right? Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got to beat Tai Lung and he gets slammed into that ground. Yes, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Voiced by Ian McShane. My son was obsessed with that movie. Yeah, I feel like my older daughter was really into it yeah. for a while. I, you were you were there for my son's second birthday. I'm pretty sure that's the Kung Fu Panda cake. Or it might have been the next year. Uh, I don't think I was there for a second, his third. Third. Yeah. No, we were there. Yeah, yeah, we, I think so. You came when he was two. <laughs> He wasn't two, yeah. We just he just really? came. We came in February, yeah. 
Oh my gosh. And then he it's turned. A little. I know. A, but he was like, uh, we watched that movie on repeat. I remember you guys watching the other movie, the Japanese. Oh, Ponyo? Ponyo, yeah. Yeah. He was obsessed with Ponyo, that one. Ponyo, Ponyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He still loves that. My, my girl was obsessed with Shrek. Man. She loved her some Shrek. There's some good movies out there. <laughs> the second movie is, I feel like you will know this one for sure, Stel Maria. Stel Maria is the snow leopard companion of Lord Osriel in The Golden Compass. I feel like you told me to watch or read The Golden Compass. Well, there's three. Right. So The Golden Compass, I think, is the first one. Uh-huh. And then there's two others. Somebody um, is the author. I can't remember his full first name. Yeah. But somebody, when I was at Peace Corps, mailed... The, the set, the three books oh, to me. And of course, funny. I read them. Yeah. They were so good. And then they only made the Golden Compass. They oh, were going to the put, movie. they were going to do three yeah. movies. Yeah. They made it, they did the series. But yeah. And then that was it. I think there was some weird thing that happened about making the other two. Oh. But Nicole Kidman was in it. Yeah. And then they, they have a series now, like a episodic yeah. series, yeah. which I don't know if that ever continued, but I watched like one or two seasons of it. Yeah. It was pretty good. I, I mean, the books were, they were good. Yeah. So in the, I think in the movie, Kristen Scott Thomas voices, is it Stel Maria? Is it the Stel companion Maria? to... Lord Osriel? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, well, that's their uh, d- demon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. The thing that like, yeah. It's their soul. Like it's their, outside their animal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like when they're kids, it jumps around to being different animals. And when you're an adult, it's like, it's this set. is what you are. Yeah, and yeah. that's what it is because that's your true self or character. Who right, you, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry Moore, the founder of the Cat Survival Trust, says, quote, the Golden Compass involved CGI in the production of images of cats in the film. However, the company filmed two snow leopards, Pavan and Pavish, two of seven litters of snow leopards born at the Cat Survival Trust in Welwyn. Well, in England. Okay. The company spent a day filming the snow leopards and other cats eating, washing, walking, jumping, and sleeping, and based the images in the film on those live images. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. So we're going to do some fun facts. These are from Nat Geo Kids. Love it. Of course. Our favorite. Uh, The World Wildlife Fund and snowleopard.org, which we'll talk about. So snow leopards are super well adapted to their cold environment. They have thick, spotted, white, grayish fur. And their fur can be up to five centimeters long on their back and sides and almost 12 centimeters long on their belly. Because snow. Because snow. Who would want like just a naked belly rubbing on the snow? I know. That's how my dog is. All dogs, right? Just naked bellies. Just naked bellies. Yeah. The snow leopard's tail, which I think is super cool, is 80 to 105 centimeters. It's like really long. Uh Uh-huh. Obviously, it helps them balance and... I read this. I can't remember if it was WWF who wrote it. They use it as a, like added body warmth, like a little scarf. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> In Nepal, their main prey. But I, I feel like this is, I don't know if this is throughout their region, but just happened to be that I think this is from the snowleopard.org. They were talking about Nepal. Specifically, their main prey is the blue sheep, which aren't actually blue. But one, <laughs> in case you didn't know, like little icicles. They're like blueberry flavored. But one single blue sheep can provide enough food for a snow leopard for an entire week. Snow leopards also feed on ibex, Himalayan tar, tahir, I can never remember how to say that, marmot, pika, hares, small rodents, and game birds. Yeah. Snow leopards live in high altitude mountainous terrain at elevations of 3,000 to 450. 
4,500 meters, and they have short forelimbs and long hind legs, and they are able to, like, I mean, very effortlessly jump, jump. and yeah. climb and do all the things. Yeah. There's, they're mountain cats. <clears throat> there are very few videos of them. I mean, we'll talk about how elusive they are, but, like, just watching them, like, get around, you're like, wow, that's impressive. There, There is one where, like, a snow leopard falls, and it reminds me of, like, when cats are sleeping on like a TV or something <laughs> and they fall off <laughs> and they're all like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah, but it, he was fine. Yeah. So. <clears throat> think he caught himself. Yeah. Uh, unlike other big cats, no leopards can't roar. Instead, they communicate with a piercing yowl. Would okay. you like to hear the yowl? Absolutely. Yes. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Actually, has like a weird childlike sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if I heard that, I would I would pee a little, <laughs> just a little bit. So I actually had to go find other examples of the yowl because I was like, is this video just using a baby to make a weird, really <laughs> weird noise? Because it sounds like a baby that's like super angry and maybe possessed like by the devil, but a demon baby, but like pooping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that part. <laughs> I, like, that is... Yeah. is that weird? It's like Rosemary's baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is a demon baby. Mm -hmm. But no, it's a super cute snow... I mean, they're really floofy and they're cute. They're so cute. But um, apparently constipated and really upset. Uh, so, yeah, that's... <laughs> Trying to give you nightmares. <laughs> right. They do also make other noises like less scary they do something that tigers do it's like that weird kind of like angry purr where they're uh -huh. like i don't know how to do it but i'm not a tiger obviously like what it's called chuffing i think okay question yeah our our cats our yeah. domestic cats that we yeah. love yes what if they made that noise do you think people <laughs> would have them in their lives if all five of my cats made that noise in the house i I would not keep them. I I think I would lose it. I would have to wear earplugs or something. I mean, I just, yeah, it would change our relationship with cats. Yeah, we would be really, it, you know what it makes me think of is like when there's a cat that hasn't been spayed yet and she's in heat, Uh huh. that that noise that they make, that yowl. Yeah. And you're just like, ah, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw a BBC article today that yeah. was about how many, that cats have almost 300 different facial expressions. That makes sense. Which is more than humans, apparently. But they <laughs> I guess they haven't really been able to calculate how many sure. expressions. Chimpanzees have like almost four, five hundred. It's somewhat something really crazy. But I guess a lot of the the expressions that cats make that are human-like and they think over the 10,000 years that we've domesticated them, that they've picked up our facial expressions. They're like, cool. Because they're trying to bond with us. So now I'm like, which ones? Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know which one Panda does is just existential dread. <laughs> yeah. He's just always, he's like ears like slightly back, just like, uh. <laughs> like just that just, face. Just that face. Yeah. Amazing. Well, now I'm going to, I'm going to take pictures of all the different cat faces. The yeah. Make. You're going to be like, stop sending me pictures of your cat. You're like, here's 252. <laughs> I feel like Newman, you sent a picture of Newman to me and he also <laughs> was like in the middle of his, he was like, kind of napping but not. he was like laying on his back all completely <laughs> sprawled out and then but his face was like had this he had this look 
He couldn't get, he probably couldn't get that song out of his head either. <laughs> Something was really bothering him. More passion. Him. More passion. <laughs> like his whole body was relaxed except his face. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. All right. uh, surprisingly, despite their name, snow leopards are more closely related to tigers than leopards. Okay. Interesting fact. Weird. Yeah. Their wide fur-covered paws are like natural snowshoes, which makes me think of polar bears. I think we talked about that with polar bears. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. All the snow-related oh, yeah, animals. the polar right? bear episode's coming back. Oh, God. <laughs> so many so many years ago, Jen. But yeah, their paws are really wide, and they're covered with the fur, so they can walk on the snow, and it helps keep them insulated. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of neat. It's cute. Very similar to other snow animals. Uh, snow leopards are really good at jumping. They can leap up to nine meters, which is equivalent to six times their body length. Wow. Uh, they're called ghosts of the mountains because in addition to their amazing camo, they're that kind of grayish, whitish mm-hmm. fur, mm-hmm. <clears throat> their spotted coats blend in with the mountains. They're also super stealthy and elusive. So they don't really like to hang around with people so much. A little bit. We'll talk about the people conflict in a little bit. But they're usually like pretty shy and then they, they're what's the word crepuscular Mm -hmm. so they come out at like dusk and dawn is when they're more active so i I feel like i watched a documentary about snow leopards a while ago maybe a nat geo thing and it was this Mm -hmm. guy just trying to get a picture trying to find one yeah and just at all (laughs) because they're also critically endangered yeah so well mm, we'll get there but i think this was like in russia or some mountains like they're in mongolia Maybe it was there. Yeah. So I, I think I talk about where, that like where their range is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> that's the, literally the next sentence. Okay. Uh, yeah. Their range covers about 2 million square miles. They're across 12 Central Asian countries. And snow leopards can cover an incredible 25 miles in one single night. Wow. So they have like a really big range. And then even an individual's range is pretty far. Mm-hmm. A few hum- humans have witnessed uh, snow leopards, but researchers will use uh like motion activated game cameras okay trail cameras they also have some radio collars on a few and then they do gentle trapping obviously not trying to kill them to get information on the leopards that are out there right did you know that snow leopards wide nose has a dual purpose it warms cold air before it comes into their lungs and then i mean obviously it's a nose they I smell guess because stuff. <clears throat> they smell stuff. But yeah, they, I mean, it's. I feel like that's kind of the same for all cats, right? Or like animals that are in cold air. Usually, they're like they have some kind of way to breathe in and warm up air before it hits their lungs. Do we do that too? Uh, I feel like we talked. You know, I think when we talked about Sherpas, mm-hmm. that they have some adaptation or something about the way that they breathe in air. Maybe I, that was that they could utilize more oxygen. I have no recollection of that. My brain. <sighs> But I'm sure we did I'm talk really, about I'm it. I'm trying hard to remember it. Yeah. So we immediately <laughs> forget what we tell you. <laughs> words, 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 words. Adult snow leopards are solitary, with the exception of like a female and her cubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's your guess for a group of snow leopards? Is it a... There wouldn't be because there's never a group of them. That's right, Jen. <laughs> yeah, there's never a group of them. What do I win? Together, you win <laughs> uh, the satisfaction of being right. <laughs> Which is, I mean, That's, sometimes really great. It is. So yeah, it's uh, since they're rare to see two or more snow leopards together outside of, you know, mom and cubs, uh-huh. it's, there's no term for a group of snow leopards. But I will tell you that the term for a group of just leopards, like other leopards that uh-huh. are not snow leopards, um, is called a leap. Oh. Because they're leopards and they leap. <laughs> 
It's kind of cute. It's cute, but also (laughs) weird. I can think of a better one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, yeah, now we're to the part where we're going to talk about their status. Uh, Despite their massive range of, uh, what did I say? It was like 2 million kilometers, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Squared scientists estimate there may be only between 39,000 and 63, I'm sorry, 3,900 and 6,300 snow leopards left in the wild. I was like, 39,000? That's that's pretty good. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I was way off. But yeah. yeah no. Okay. Uh, but in 2017, the IUCN downgraded them from endangered to vulnerable. And the status change uh, followed a three-year assessment process by five international experts. One of those international experts is Dr. Tom McCarthy, who runs the Snow Leopard Program at Big, Big Cat Charity Panthera which Uh I didn't write down where that is. He said, to be considered endangered, there must be fewer than 2,500 mature snow leopards and they must be experiencing a high rate of decline. Uh, Both are now considered extremely unlikely, which is the good news, but it does not mean that snow leopards are safe or that it's now time to celebrate. The species still faces a high risk of extinction in the wild and is likely still declining, just not at the rate previously thought. So being classed at vulnerable... That means that the species has under 10,000 breeding animals left and a population decline of at least 10% over three generations. So they're just not as bad off as they used to be. And there's some reasons for that, which are, which are good. So I guess it's the rate of decline because I would I thought that when they're looking at, you know, endangered species yeah. uh, listings, they look at threats, right? Yeah. So it must be that the threats aren't because I'm like uh, climate change. Yeah, yeah, they have they have <laughs> a lot they have a lot of threats, and I don't know if I talk about it here. I'm just going to mention real quick what they are, and then I think I go into more detail later. Okay, but there's retaliatory killing, which is when they prey on mm-hmm. livestock mm-hmm. because the community is not that's, that's a they're rural communities that's all they have mountainous, that's yeah. all they have are the livestock that's what they live off of um so retaliatory killing um has been a big problem feral dogs randomly oh yeah also feral, been a big problem feral because dogs are there and there's actually problem. I, I don't think i mentioned it later but in this video that i watched they were talking about how feral dogs have been mating with wolves in the same areas and they're out competing snow leopards for what? prey yeah and there's a word for oh man i didn't write it down there's a word for the what's that animal is now like the combination of the feral dog and the wolves yeah but and i'd I'd have to be close to the size of a wolf because i'm like can you see like a pug out there they're like hey let's do this yeah no the feral dogs are pretty big um i and and actually i'll talk about why there are feral dogs out there uh, well isn't it just like a wolf hybrid isn't that yeah kind of like a wolf hybrid but there is a there's a specific local name for that kind of dog dog wolf or wolf dog or whatever okay um climate change obviously that's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't know why I'm forgetting the other. I think it was uh, maybe just development. People, people like using the land, loss. habitat loss because yeah. of agriculture, like having, right? So yeah. Yeah. anyway, we'll talk more about that. Yeah. Good times. Oh, I think I already mentioned this, but in one of the articles I read, they said, despite their fearsome appearance, snow leopards are gentle creatures, not known to be aggressive towards humans. I didn't actually look for, I should have, I didn't actually look for like a uh, snow leopard attack. Like a person being attacked by a snow leopard. It's oh. it's not like mountain lions where they like stalk you. Yeah. Like they're just creepy. not really interested in people. So that kind of brings me to this great short film that I found. It's made by Real Wild and it features the search for snow leopards in 
Ladakh, India, a region that is part of the Indian side of the Himalayan mountains. So in 2016, there is this team of folks. They go out to the Himalayas. It's They're led by an Indian father and son, Mike and Gautam Pandey. And they want to find snow leopards. And I want to uh, let me let me just Wait, side when note. was this movie made? Twenty seventeen. I feel like this might be the one that might I watched. Watch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're really they really want to go out and find snow leopards. But I I'm just going to mention that there was another video, and I linked it in the links. It was made by oh man, was it called like Wild India mm-hmm. or something? And the, it has like a it has like the watermark on the film through through the whole thing. It it's really short. It's like five minutes. And the guy who's announcing it is like, the snow leopards are really elusive. You know, it's like really <laughs> yeah. like... It's like a monster truck. <laughs> yeah, like a monster truck yeah. rally. But like Indian. I, I'm not going to... That would be really <laughs> offensive. And then they have this video. And I'm sure everybody has seen it. It's like the only video that they ever have had of uh, an actual capture of a prey item. Like oh. it's like these these mountain goats or like, I don't know. I can't remember if they're Ibeck or whatever. They're like, uh, and then you see the leopard just like hauling ass, right? And then uh-huh. the then the mountain lion or mountain goat like takes off, and they're like running together. And then like right at the edge of this cliff, the snow leopard gets it, and they fall down together. <gasps> and it's horrifying. I mean, it's horrible. I mean, the snow leopard is totally fine after they show like you know however many days later, and the snow leopard is totally like better. They actually in one of the... What do you the, mean better? So like, it was injured from it, it but then it, was it got a little, better? It was like sore, I guess, or they were saying that it kept laying in the snow to like rice, you know, rest ice, <laughs> compression elevation uh, after this fall. <laughs> so it ate the... Rest ice. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, you should go watch the video. The only downside is that they play that clip like 10 times over and over. And I had to like skip ahead because it's so awful. Yeah. Because you think like they're all dead. They're all dead. Yeah. But somehow the snow leopard makes it. Obviously, the ibex doesn't, gets eaten. Wow. I mean, yeah. Definitely concussion. <laughs> it That hurt for it, sure. It hurt. Yeah. yeah. It hurt me watching it. And they just, it was just like on a loop. <laughs> like as soon as they hit the ground, it just like started the chase again. And I'm just like, oh, oh God. And the guy is like talking over it. Anyway, this film that I'm going to talk about is not like that. They're really respectful (laughs) and not so, like, sensational. Right, right. Yeah. So Mike and his son, Gautam, are like, we want to find these animals to talk about the conservation of the species Mm -hmm. and what we can do to support them. And I'm like, that's amazing. I love it. So Mm -hmm. in 2016, they go out to the Himalayas. It's winter 2016. They're trailing a small group of ibex, hoping to come across some leopards. And I just want to jump in and mention that, you know, like that's a good way to find predators. If you're like out in the woods trying to find predators, like find their prey items first. Follow the prey. Follow the prey. Yep. So, and they hear about a mountain goat that was killed by what they think is a snow leopard in a nearby village. And so they head over and they set up camera traps just around this dead animal. And they end up capturing a really great video of this female leopard who they later named Gyamo, the queen of the mountain. Oh. I'm like, all right. She's like, I'll take it. She's like, yes. <laughs> queen. Yes, queen. In another video capture, she brings along two cubs with her. No. Yeah. Mm. And Mike and Gautam are like, 
this is amazing. Yeah. Like they're so stoked because that means that the area is really healthy for snow leopards yeah. because they're an indicator species within their range, right? Uh-huh. Because if they're predators making it, like they're having babies who are healthy, that means that everything within their food web is like crushing it. As it should be. Yeah. Yes. There's, you know, whatever, whatever the ungulates need to eat is like growing. Yes. And they're healthy enough to sustain this leopard. species. So. I love that whole thing. So good. I just have to <clears throat> jump in real quick and just say yeah. why you're talking. I did Google mm-hmm. if there's ever been an attack yeah. on a human oh from a snow leopard. Yeah. And it was never. Never. None. Right? None, none that are ever recorded or ever known of. Right. Yeah. But have snow leopards been attacked by humans? 100%. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. humans. So awful. Humans are the, yeah, the worst. The we worst. know this. So the next day, they see Guillermo and the clubs, and they're like on this kind of ridge, uh-huh. like a little bit below the ridge. And then they see this like massive male snow leopard walking towards the three of them. And there's a little interaction where Guillermo's like hissing and like, you know, like, like the low growl. Uh-huh. And, and the male kind of like saunters on, but they're really worried because males, I mean, just like any big cat species, they're going to might, kill, they might the kill the cubs. Cubs, yeah. So after a little while, Gamma goes over the top of the ridge with the cubs and leaves. And they're like, they wait around a while longer, but they don't see her the rest of that season. Okay. But they're a little bit like worried because uh-huh. she never came back to that kill that she had made. She never finished it. Oh, yeah. but maybe because that male was there. Yeah. And she was like, I'm out. Doesn't want to chance it. So fast forward one year and the team comes back. They go to this place called, I think, Lay Lee L E H I think, uh-huh. um, and they're they reacclimatize uh-huh. right because it's very thin air, and they're getting really they're getting prepared, getting all their gear. There's like this scene where they <laughs> they're driving this like kind of small SUV, and they unpack all the gear from it, and it's just so much stuff. Just all this, and he's like, "Yeah, we just wanted to make sure we have everything just in case, because we don't want to like, you know, we're out there, we don't have something. And oh, we should have brought that one lens, you know." <laughs> and I'm like, "And you're looking at the terrain, and it's just like rocks, you and know, like just shale, carry and they're just going to carry it up." Like, there's one scene too where his son was like carrying this massive camera, and he's like, his shoes aren't tied. He's like walking up, and I'm like, that piece of equipment is like probably more than my car, right? And he's just like, bro, tie your shoes. Tie your shoes, man. Anyway. I love that that's what you noticed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mom thing. <laughs> it is. Because my kid does not like to tie his shoes either. All right. So they meet up with Norbu. That's their local guide who's like kind of amazing. Like he knows the area really well. He can spot animals. There's like a part where he's like looking. He's like, yeah, see, there's like this many whatever off in the distance. And they're like using binoculars. Like, wait, where? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, right over there. It's fine. I know. <laughs> he knows where everything is. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. And I'll mention here that 2017 is when the IUCN changed the status, right? So Mike oh, okay. talks about how it's really important this time. They want to get more footage because... They've just been downlisted. And what if it's wrong? And what if it's wrong? Yeah. And he's like, I want to be out there, like, helping wherever we can. Mm-hmm. So I also want to mention here that they have a section where they talk about the threats. And one of the groups that protect snow leopards, they're called the Snow Leopard Trust. They went out and, and did a lot of outreach to the local communities. And they talked to farmers about putting mesh, kind of like like a fence, almost like a mesh net but like metal, right, uh-huh, uh-huh. over the tops of their enclosures for their livestock at night. Oh. So snow leopards can't get in. Huh. And it's been like 
a massive benefit to the snow leopards because then people aren't going out and killing them. They also do like an insurance. They set up insurance in the village. Uh So people like herders and, and people in the village will like pay into this insurance pot. And then if they lose livestock, yeah, they're given they're giving a payout for whatever livestock they lose. So they're oh. teaching them like, hey, do these things to help so that you don't lose any livestock. And if you do lose lose livestock, instead of retaliating and killing the snow leopards, yeah, then we'll give you funding back for that animal that you lost. Oh, that's so good. you don't lose out on any income. Okay. And it's been like this. I think that's part of the reason why they were downlisted because they had like a increase in numbers because right, of that. Right, right, right. And then the other part is that there's an area, and I didn't write down the name of it, but there's a number of conservation areas within their range mm-hmm. where, you know, herders aren't allowed to take any of their animals. So then the wild ungulates can graze and mm-hmm. and then that's the prey that the snow leopard are eating. And then you have a real increase in the number of leopards out there. Right, so. right. A really good organization. That is good. That we're probably going to be supporting later. Active management. <laughs> Active management. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. cool. We're not just counting counting the, the snow leopards. Yeah. Right. One of the craziest challenges, though, and this is in regards to the feral dogs, is dumping. So there's a lot of tourism in that area, in the Himalayans, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people who come and they drink water bottles, for instance. So... There's an estimated 30,000 plastic bottles dumped during the summer months what? alone. Yeah. What? Yes. So the tour agencies or whoever's letting people tour around there need to, like... Get it together. Yeah. Because tourism is, like, a big part of the rest of their income, yeah. right? But, like, yeah, there's this there's this area that they go to where they're just, like, dumping. It's a landfill just outside of Ley, the village that they were in, right? Uh-huh. And it's just, like, on it. You're looking at, there's no containment to the landfill. There's no, like, walls. There's no, like, it's just a massive area with all these piles of trash. It's a dump site. It's a dump site. Yeah. And there are people who, it seems like they're out there organizing it, kind of like there's cardboard over here, but it's not, I mean, just a dump truck comes and it plops it out. Right. And in that dump site are tons of feral dogs. Right. They're attracted to it. And there's, you know, there's no program for spay and neuter. Right. Out in the middle of... No animal control. Yeah, there's... Yeah. And those are the feral dogs that are going after the prey that the snow leopards are eating. And then also there was like a video of them attacking a Himalayan brown bear. Like a bear. Yeah. (laughs) And there's like a pack of dogs. Is And it's... Scary. What's what's crazy to me is like if you see wolves, right? Mm -hmm. And they're around a bear, you're like that in your brain, that makes sense. But you see these like dogs that look like your dogs that you have at your house. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? It doesn't, it doesn't compute in my brain, you know? Well, but we it have does. It, we but, have it here well, on Guam. Uh, yeah, of course. Too. You know, it's like one of the, if you're going to go out hiking. Yeah. You, you got to be. Bring something. Yeah. Be aware. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. It's, it's kind of scary. So, yeah, they really wanted to highlight that part in the video, I think, to mm-hmm. talk about tourism, like uncontrolled tourism, like unsustainable tourism mm-hmm. and rapid urbanization. And. I think they said, yeah, the population of feral dogs, they said, in Ley alone, just that one village, is like over 5,000. 5,000 feral dogs. That's insane. Anyway. I almost said some bad stuff. Like, no one (laughs) likes to eat dogs. Well, I mean, that's a thing out here. It's a thing out here. I think it's a thing in a lot of places. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not not something I, like, condone or agree with. It's just, it is what it is. Right. But, Yeah. 
I'm just I'm just saying. Right. Or they may need to do some yeah, little Spanner. funding towards um, animal control. Yeah, something. Right. For sure. Yeah. So the kind of like, oh, there is a part too where Mike goes to this area where there's this kind of shale rock. I, I, I don't know. It almost looks volcanic. It's like really smoothed out. Uh-huh. There's all these carvings. And he talks about how the relationship between snow leopards and the rest of, you know, like all the animals in that area and people have, it's been there for centuries mm-hmm. and that you know there was this respect for the land and people were a part of that and there are all these like carvings from mm-hmm. like ancient people that i don't know they're just part of me was like that's not it's just out there on the you know and he's like touching it and i was like are you allowed to do that that's <laughs> but, a cultural resource right is that there a cultural resource there but it was really cool there's like drawings of snow leopards with their really long tails and oh it was neat well it's anyway, like that everywhere yeah when humans used to be like cool i mean yeah. So they end up deciding they, they pick a ridge, right? Mm-hmm. Their guide is like, we're going to go over here. He's like, I'm pretty sure that there's some a snow leopard over here. He just has a feeling. Feels it. He feels it. Yeah. And he finds them all the time. That's the thing that I kept like kind of questioning in my brain was that, okay, they're really elusive, but all of the retaliation killings, like they showed some video of like the furs that people had and like all these, I mean, just a room full of dead snow leopards yeah and i'm like i thought they were elusive but obviously like people in the village like know where they are yeah they know how to like, find they know them. how to find them they yeah. know yeah so they do some scouting and they find scat and then they can smell like urine like mm-hmm. the cat you know because cat urine cat pee. so so fragrant <laughs> <laughs> and, and mike is like his face up against the rock, like smelling it. He's like, yes, definitely. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> he's like just picking up the scat. He's like, look, there's some bones in it. Just barehanded. Just, just and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you maybe don't have to worry about, uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, cat disease? Or, uh, toxic. Tox- uh, yeah, toxic plus, 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 what? Oh, toxoplasmosis? Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, so. That one, whatever that one is. I mean, Which she's is, obviously not pregnant. Let me just so. say something that when yeah. I was pregnant with my daughter, my first daughter, <laughs> yeah. Megan cleaned the litter box. I did. I'm good at it, though. The whole time. It was one cat, but still. Yeah, yeah. It was the nicest thing ever. And now I have five and uh-huh. five litter boxes. And nobody cleans it for you. And I clean them all. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, they're like, okay, we're definitely going to set up some trail cameras here. And then his son goes up on this other... That's when he's carrying the massive camera and he's just like... Oh, you know scrambling up the side and i'm like oh god shoelaces Uh, everywhere (laughs) yeah so they hike all the way to the top of this ridge it takes them like three hours uh, from their base camp and it's like difficult to get up there it's like really steep and they set up these cameras and then it turns out one of their cameras is broken uh and they can't set it up so they're going to do four and kind Uh of this uh, like focusing on this one spot that they're like oh yeah a cat would definitely walk through here this is like looks like a cat alley whatever so they set up the three that work and then they hike back down and that night he had set up one of those cameras like in the valley that time lapse oh so you can see like the stars and stuff it's so freaking cool and in the time lapse they see the trail camera go off and they're like yes like so excited Uh uh-huh and but they're gonna wait like i don't know two weeks or something before they go check the footage right they're just like setting it up and they're not going to touch it so they eventually go check it it turns out that that night the light that went off was a fox which cool still cool the fox is all like what's up and they're like wow i don't care about you fox Fox move along but then Uh the very last night that the footage was running like a few minutes before the camera dies Uh uh-huh snow leopard snow leopard guillermo 
it's her. They're like, oh, it's her. Oh, oh my God. Okay. But only one cub. Aw. So either that cub wasn't with her that night or... Or she, it died. It died. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know, but um, it kind of like ends the the video with like, hey, you know, we need to be aware of these animals and making these changes in these areas, you know, like putting up the the mesh and right. building conservation areas and uh, yeah, to support these animals. So yeah, the human wildlife conflict. It's a thing. Right. Yeah. It's very poignant. That's good. But what was it called watching? again? It's called uh, Guillermo, the Queen of the Mountain. Oh, okay. Wait, let me, let me, I think I left it up on it's my... It's really hard for me to not think of Guillermo. <laughs> I know, <laughs> really I know. having a hard time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I'm just picturing her with like glasses and <laughs> a sweater. Guillermo. <laughs> oh, good times. Um, there were, like, there is a book. Oh, man, I don't remember what this lady's name is. I wanted to find it, but I couldn't find an E version of it. It's like a children's book about the different like folklore uh-huh. of the snow leopard because they are in a lot of folklore. And I tried to find stories online and everyone was like, yeah, there's a lot of stories, but no actual story. And I'm like, what? I don't know if I'm not looking in the right place huh. or what. But anyway. Seems like there should be. There should be. Yeah. Honestly, there should be. Ask your AI to find some. (laughs) What are the stories? Tell me a story about snow leopards. It just makes up a story. (laughs) All right, Jen, we are to... uh, Well, uh, let me... Before we go organization to support, I did want to mention that I found this site. It's called Wild for Life. Wild for dot life. And it's like... Like the number four? uh, No, the word Spelled out. Four. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's this picture and it's Michelle Yeoh. It says, I am Michelle Yeoh. I am a snow leopard. And, and I'm just going to show it to you. Oh, it's okay. Cool. okay. And, and it seems like, I mean, who, I don't know if that? she wrote this letter. <laughs> You've seen her in films before, right? No, I don't know. She's who. like a very famous actress. Oh, I don't know. Who she... Oh, man. She's been in so many. I don't know I don't, why I'm I like blanking out. Like, uh, wasn't she in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Maybe. I'm pretty I, sure. Po- possibly. All the things. Pretty much any, uh, like any mainstream American movie that there is an Asian woman in, it, she, it's her. Okay. Yeah. She's so good. She's so I just good. haven't watched a lot of movies in the last 20 years uh, or so. Everything all at once. <laughs> but the one that just came out recently. Oh, okay. The main lady. Yeah, I feel like I watched it on the plane. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she won the Academy Academy Award for Right. It. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. She's, I did see that. She's amazing. And Jamie Lee Curtis is like, she, there's like this thing where she does like a, she's like, she's amazing. Anyway, yeah. So good. Because all Jamie those Lee ladies Curtis. that have been around forever finally won some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Get it together. I know. Uh, Wait, I have to tell you, because oh, yeah. I don't know if it was that or what was it that Jennifer Coolidge mm-hmm. won an award too? Wasn't it? Did she really? Yeah. That's yes, amazing. Yes. I mean, I love her. But my, I don't know if you've heard her do it, but my daughter, my older daughter does a perfect impression of her. Come on. Like, I, okay. So my daughter is really good at impressions. She, it, it's true. It's kind of. She sounds like an Australian when she does her Australian impression. Yeah, it's, she's really good. I'm like, do I have a little mini comedian on my hands? Honestly. I'm like, please, God, yes. <laughs> You're all like, fingers crossed. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but anyway, I, I'll ask her to do it for you one of these days. It's pretty hilarious. I'm going to have to, yeah. I'm going to need to hear that. Okay. I'm going to need to hear it. <laughs> so there's underneath Michelle Yeoh's picture and this snow. It's like their faces are being melded together. She, there's like this, I don't know if it's like a letter maybe, kind of like a letter that mm-hmm. she's written that I don't know if it's like someone from this PR 
whatever group for this group like wrote it or not but I, it's kind of nice anyway there this is the thing where i found like a little like a tiny bit about folklore in the letter it says it is the belief held by the nomadic Waki people who share their high altitude homes with the magnificent creatures that snow leopards serve as the guardians of the mountains oh okay i'm like that's it <laughs> but that's okay but yeah it's it's okay so uh yeah and she the letter goes on to talk about how they're indicator species and that they're frightening they're close to you know being extinct and that poaching oh yeah i didn't mention poaching poaching is a problem for their fur Right. right. Um, yeah. Temperatures rising. She talks about all of the threats and what needs to be done, you know, that people cannot allow that to happen for them to go extinct. So it's kind of a nice little letter. I The um, the link for this is in there so you can go and read the whole thing. OK, well, if you were a famous person, what would be your yeah. species Ooh. of choice? I mean, not dolphins. We already know that. Well, I know that. Man, you'd what be would like be? An, at the end of your spiel, you'd be like an F dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> did you know? <laughs> oh man, I definitely would probably choose some. I, oh man, probably an amphibian. I was gonna say, I feel like you would do some sort of frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably go amphibian or or, or like a reptile ish type. Yeah. Maybe crocodiles. I don't know. When I was doing some massive cleaning and I accidentally killed a gecko today and I felt so bad. Get it? One of the white ones? No, it was like the brown, brown yeah. ones, but still. A morning gecko? I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and you're like crying. I didn't like mean to. I was just like body. moving things all around and yeah, I was so sad. Uh, side story. Do you remember when I was out there with you on the Turtle Islands and there was like a lizard that had died and we buried it in the sand and I made a tiny cross for it and we had a funeral? <laughs> Do you remember that? And we lay little flowers. What was it? It was, I think it was just like. Was it a gecko? Was there, it, I feel like it was like an there, anole they, or something like oh, that. Oh, they have these giant, uh, the giant Micronesian geckos oh, out right, there. Oh, right, yeah. No, I don't this, think it was one of those. It was, it was very small and it was like ants had eaten it or something. <laughs> and I don't know what. How bored were we? I was like, Jen, let's have a funeral for it. And I remember you braided my hair and then I made like a little, <laughs> I made a little cross for it. I have a picture someplace. And I put the cross in the sand and we we're like. Poor gecko. And, and then we're like, the little flowers down. Wow. Need to get off this island. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get out of here. <laughs> I was dragging you into my world. <laughs> I was like, this totally seems normal. Right? Let's have some more ramen. All right. <laughs> ramen time. <clears throat> All right. So we are now to our organization to support. I chose the Snow Leopard Trust. Because they are like the biggest They're group. the Snow they're Leopard the they're Trust. Yeah. Yeah. They're the ones. They're the ones. They talk about the threats, their work, all of these things. The Snow Leopard Trust aims to protect this endangered cat through community-based conservation projects that are based on an improved scientific understanding of snow leopard behavior, needs, habitats, and threats. So you can donate to them. They have their staff and board listed on there. They did say this endangered cat. Which it's not endangered. It's not. They should update that. But I mean... It should be. <laughs> let me look at their... They're like legit. Copyright 2023. Oh, I don't think it was re-endangered. Re-endangered? Re-up. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Well, it sounds better than, what is it? Not threatened. It's uh, vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yeah. This vulnerable cat. Yeah. It makes it sound like that's an emotional problem. Like I'm feeling very vulnerable right now, Megan. <laughs> I might. I don't know. I feel like I need some tea and some time. <laughs> and a heating pad. <laughs> a heating pad, yes. For clump. <laughs> anyway good times yeah so that is my uh i have story this is my episode on the snow leopard i love it they're very floofy oh i forgot to mention that you can also adopt 
a snow leopard on the snow leopard trust site do you donate get, adopt or shop do you get a do you get like a little stuffed animal you get a snow leopard in the mail <laughs> they, <laughs> they just, mail they it just send you. it to you it's fine they're like it's yours <laughs> here's a bottle here's the your neighbors are like what in the hell is going on with your right. kids oh there it's is... like the weird baby demon cry <laughs> coming from your house <laughs> people are just sending exorcists over right like yeah they're just like calling the police, throwing a uh, throwing holy water and sage <laughs> all around the house. There is a there's like a big cat rescue that has a snow leopard and it's not in a cold area. It was one of the videos that I watched where it was like making a noise and I wanted to see if it was going to make the yowl. Uh-huh. And it was like walking through some like palm kind of oh, like gosh. ferny areas. Right, and I was right. just like, oh, is that snow leopard really uncomfortable? Is it like every husky that we see on Guam? Is yeah. It just like, oh, this is awful. Just so much hair just flying yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And then it made me really question if that was a, a legit big cat rescue. I know. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that whole episode. My whole Tiger King uh, episode. Big cats. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Well, thanks, Megan. That was yeah, uh, yeah. that was very interesting. I want to go fun. back and watch that movie to see if that's the one because I I that feel like watched. it might be the one I watched yeah. because it was definitely like we're looking for snow leopards. Yeah. <laughs> Sabers. Saber just sneezed. sneezed. Yeah. So Jen. Oh. Here we are at the end of our um, episode. Uh, okay. What would you put in your emergency preparedness kit? I mean, not that you have to pr- protect yourself from snow leopards, but maybe if, maybe if you went from like the the perspective of a snow leopard. Like, how would I protect myself as, or how would I help protect snow leopards? Oh, even better. Yeah. So, I mean, we just, we just came from Halloween. We did. So I don't know if anybody remembers, but I think it was last year. We did some Halloween, like, stories. Stories? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And one of them I did was, uh, I think it's in Mexico, the doll island. Oh, that creepy, Island of the dolls. Island. Oh. So I might be just hanging it. some creepy black-eyed dolls around. <laughs> so whenever he does make that sound, like, people are just going to be like, I'm out of here. Right. Like, they won't even go in there because they'll be like, it's cursed. Yeah. That's how you do some conservation. I like that. What if you, what if you have, Haunted like- forest. No one goes in. <laughs> everybody's scared everybody's scared there's a curse what if what if like let's say there's a radio collared snow leopard Uh uh-huh and what if you put like a thing like that held like a fishing pole almost right like (laughs) the the baby doll like out (laughs) like it's suspended in air and there's like red glowing eyes (laughs) yeah yeah perfect that sounds great that's all i'm saying (laughs) so basically we would hang some um creepy black-eyed dolls or just creepy dolls wasn't there some the story forest. about black-eyed children? Oh, what was that? I heard it on like morbid or something. Ugh. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So that's, that's what I do. I just okay. be hanging some creepy dolls around in the forest like to it. scare away the um to compliment the yowl. Yeah, and scare yeah, away and scare any poachers. Away. Yeah, no, I love it. I think that's great. Thank you. That's perfect. Yeah. One last thing that I think that I should mention is that you had the most amazing Halloween costume this year. <sighs> Well, it was, I mean, so good. So let's just say that I, I think I've brought it up before that mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, you know, Viking blood oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Even though they're like, there's no such thing, but I'm sure. like, come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm Scottish, English and Norwegian. Give me a break. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. I was a shield maiden at some point. hundred percent. One of my ancestors. 100%. Anyway. So I was like, I'm going to be, cause my husband thinks it's funny. Yeah. That I think that. And so I was like, I'm going to be a, a Viking. Mm-hmm. But of course, we already had, we talked about this. Yeah. 
Like, what's up with the sexy ladies' costumes? Like, I don't want to be a sexy anything. Right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, I I just I just want to be a Viking. I don't want to be a sexy Viking. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wear like stilettos <laughs> as a Viking lady. That's not what you wear into battle. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> so I couldn't find any cool Viking things. Mm-hmm. So then I decided to go full like old timey Scottish lady. It was so it was so good when I saw the I don't even know I had like, like a little the beret, hat. the little hat with a little ball on the top. <laughs> it was it was like chef's kiss. So good. Thank you. I was like, that's amazing. Also, this year I kind of like phoned in. I phoned in my costume. I just I just eyelash glued some spiders to my oh, face. Oh yeah, but it was cool. It was great. But yeah, yeah. I was I, I kind of was like ugh, Halloween. It it took I don't know. This year was hard for me. It yeah, was, yeah. It was I a difficult you, year. You, yeah, I thought you were gonna do like a whole thing, but it didn't happen. But I was it, I was just glad that we got to take our kids uh, trick or treating together. A hundred percent. Because that time's gonna run out. Like it our is. kids are getting big. They're not gonna care anymore. I, I had sent a picture to my mom of huh. my son. Right, all the kids like standing yeah, around. Yeah, right? yeah. And he's like a giant. Oh, he's so tall. Like, <laughs> Him and, and your son, like, behind, you're right, they're, like, giants. Yes. And she was like, he didn't feel weird being, like, the biggest kid. And I was like, no, no. There he, were a lot of teenagers out. There were a lot of teenagers out. Yeah. Also, I feel like he's, that doesn't occur to him. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe. He might be tall, but he looks so young. I mean, he he's looks still young. a kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, yeah, I, yeah, people are always like, oh, wait, how old is he again? I'm like, oh, he's 14. And then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, they can see it. Yeah, his baby face, even with his little mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, I'm doing some sort of blow up situation. I agree with that. Yeah. I think that that's a good idea. And it's hot here. You can't. There's you yeah. got limits. But the good thing about it is, as I remember as a kid having to wear like a jacket or a coat over my costume, and then and it ruins the costume. So upset. Yeah. I mean, one year I did not wear a coat. And it was cold. And you just froze. And I was wearing like fishnets or something. Oh my gosh. I forget. Were you I, doing sexy costume? No, it was like a it was like a it was a punk situation. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And I, I had these like yeah, fishnets. I did dress up as Cindy Lauper one year. Oh. When she was like when she had like Amazing. it was literally during the time of Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. When yeah. she had the shaved red oh, hair back like in the day. She, yeah, yeah. 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 The yeah. mullet? Like no, it was it wasn't a was mullet. It was mullet? shaved on one side and long on one side. Oh yeah, and it yeah, kind of yeah, spiked yeah. up in the middle. Dang, and she yeah. even had like little square crisscross things on one side. Did you do that? Did no, but I just in? pulled all my hair over on one side and spray painted it uh, orange. I love it. It was great. Oh, that's not a bad idea, Cindy Lauper. Yeah, back in the day, of girls just want to have fun. <laughs> Sorry, this just made me think of because <laughs> Betsy Betsy Johnson is like the Cindy Lauper of the fashion world. Right. And we were at the store the other day and I was like, what's up with this blanket? It says BJ all over it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and it was a Bessie Johnson blanket. And I was yeah. like, well, that's unfortunate. I never even realized. It was a little weird. It was weird. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, um, thanks, Jen. No, thank you, too. That was and... a great episode. I appreciate it. All right. You're Gonna Die Out There is produced by us, Jen and Megan, and edited by the talented and super nice guy, Jonathan Pillsbury. Thank you, Jonathan. Yay. Yay. Uh, all of this is possible because of an amazing group of Nature Nerd patrons. If you would like to be part of our super cool nerd community on Patreon, just go to our website at you're gonna die out there.com or you can check our link tree on our Instagram page, which is kind of amazing. It is. I'm sorry. But it is. Uh, another way you can support is by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Uh, if you do, Jen will send you a really kick-ass sticker you just have to send us your mailing address i will do it 
If I forget, hey, if you left us a review and I didn't send you a sticker, send us an email. Let me know. Just let me know. Uh, Also, we would love to hear from you. We get a lot of our stories from listener suggestions. A lot. We kind of steal them. All the time. Yeah. Um, Because they're so good. So if you would like to do that, go to our website. We have a contact page at you're going to die out there.com or an email. You're going to die out there at gmail.com. And at the beginning of the episode, we give you a shout out. (laughs) Thanks for listening. And until next time. Don't die out there. Bye. Bye. Bye.